Dog Talk with Dave McMahon on News Talk 610 CKTB. This segment brought to you by Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. Well, good evening, everyone. Welcome to the show. Glad you could be with us on this Monday night. Driving to the radio station, I have my sunglasses on. I swear it was the first time this year that I had to have the sunglasses on, and the sun was shining right into my eyeballs as I'm it was driving. It's kind of nice. It's nice with the time it change, was. you know, and uh, springtime. Wasn't dark out. Summertime coming. It was. Yeah, I hate driving when it's when it's dark out uh, lately. So gloomy. Uh, well, you know, it, and this happens when you get older. Sometimes it's hard to drive when when it's dark out. The lights are blinding. The other vehicles, or lights are bouncing off your eyeballs. I find when it's raining too at night, it's awful. It's terrible, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But we're happy that the weather's good the way it is. Yeah. Um, good evening to you, our great producer Patrick. He's a little busy right now. Right? Oh, hey, Hey, Patrick, how are you? <laughs> I right. know you're doing some very important stuff. He's a busy boy. He's a busy man behind that glass. I was just yeah. tweeting on behalf of the show, that's all. I appreciate <laughs> when you do that. <laughs> so, Patrick, on the 610 CKTB uh, Facebook page, mm. there was some news that was posted pertaining to a truck that went uh, that, that was stolen, a tr- uh, F-150 truck. Debbie and I are very fond of the F-150s. In yes. fact, we've owned a couple of them. Yep. So they seem to be... Uh, they seem to be uh, trucks that that often go go missing. It's a nice truck. A truck was was stolen uh, out of the city of Hamilton, correct? Yep, there was a truck stolen out of Hamilton, and the weird thing about it was, in the back seat of this truck was a six year old boxer. Aww. Somebody took a truck with a dog in it. The poor dog. I I I want to know is when they sat in the car to take it. I, what, the, 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 but the, if if you was laying like on the floor and lower, yeah, like, you don't see them unless you go right in the back. Right, but don't you think the dog would react right away? Somebody opening the door, the dog would jump up, do do something. Yeah, you would think the dog yeah. might have. Or barked. maybe he was just afraid. Yeah, you don't know. Or some yeah, dogs are so friendly, they're like, "Hey, come hey, on in." Yeah, come on, let's go for a ride. <laughs> That's true. Or maybe maybe the thief like yeah. didn't have a scary demeanor and yeah. you know, like, "Hey, buddy, you never know. I'm your friend, buddy." That's terrible. Really terrible. So the, the owners of the truck and dog must be very, very, very distraught. upset. God. Very distraught. That's terrible. Oh, God. So this happened uh, Saturday afternoon on Hamilton Mountain. And in case you do see the truck, it's a black Ford F-150, a 2006, sorry, 2016 model. And the license plates are AP9-2006. So it's not an old truck. It's a no, new one. Yeah. No. And Patrick and I were talking. We're thinking this is the work of a professional. It's got to be. Yeah. It's got to be a Maybe. professional. It's got to be the work of a professional. Mm. Men in suits or something. That's what we You'd were thinking. Surprised. You know, the we- a week prior, my friend had his pickup truck stolen. But, yeah. You know, he didn't have... You know, a dog in it. <laughs> no, no, nobody was in the back seat. No dog was in the back seat, and it turned out it was just a couple kids who just took it for a joyride and decided to crash it. But this this seems a little more serious. Can you imagine if there was a baby in the back seat? Well, I mean, like you never know nowadays. I mean, how many people uh, run into a store to get a chocolate bar or a pop? You know pop, what? A lot of people do and that. And they leave terrible. their dog in the car, yes. right? Because, I mean, it's not hot or freezing out right no. now, and you're just running in for a second, and that's all it takes. And it just takes a second. Five seconds. Same with kids. A lot of people go into a store and leave a kid 
in the, the vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Terrible. I do I do hope that the dog um, is recovered. Oh, uh, me too. Six-year-old boxer's name is Lucy, by the way. Aw. Aw. And one more time, Patrick, can you let our listeners know how they can help if they uh, happen to see anything? Yeah, yeah. So keep your eye out for a black 2016 Ford F-150. License plates are AP9-2006. Do they have a picture of the dog on the... Yes. If you go to 610cktv.com, click on the story, uh, uh, there, there is a picture of the dog. Very, yeah. very, very cute dog. Aww. And if you do find something, you know, contact Hamilton's I hope D- Division you get found. 30. Yeah. Yeah, no. us too. No. Thanks for sharing that with us, Patrick. Mm-hmm. Keep up the amazing work. Uh, an important fact that people should know uh, is that uh, <laughs> you may laugh when you well, hear it's this. It's not an important fact. Some people may may hear this and go, who it's cares? It's just a fact. It's just a fact. Uh, did you know that dogs have more than 15,000 hairs per square inch of fur? Dogs have more than 15,000 <laughs> hairs per square inch of fur. The average dog. Isn't that crazy? What are you yes, because they're all shedding in my house. Yeah. I, I know how much hair they have. <laughs> what yes. are they going to do with uh, this information? How is this going to help you in becoming no. a better dog parent? No. You, you, know, brush them. you know the difference between hair and fur, though, Deb? Mm-hmm. Hair keeps growing and growing. Hair requires a haircut. Yeah. Fur reaches. Only grows so long. Only grows so long. Yeah. And uh, and you're not supposed to give a dog a fur cut, but you can no. give a dog a haircut. But some people do, you know. I know. There's some people think it cools the dog off. Well, yeah. A lo- how many golden retrievers yeah. get taken to the groomers? Shave down. Shave them right down to the wood <laughs> so that old Billy will be a little cooler. The only thing it might do is stop them from getting so muddy. 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 Yeah. yeah. We don't want them to get all muddy. Yeah. And also, uh, a lot of people will shave the golden retrievers down if they are uh, country folk. And this is a country dog that's kind of tripping and traipsing yeah. through the fields. And they, like they get burrs. The yeah, they get burrs stuck to them. <laughs> So a lot of people like to keep them short for that reason. Anyway, uh, there I go rambling again and again. (laughs) You know, it's that time of year, though, for the Pets Alive Niagara to have their uh, dinner auction. Oh, yeah. An important fundraiser that everyone should know about. And uh, Michelle Murray is on the line from Pets Alive Niagara. Good evening, Michelle. How are you? Hi, good. How are you? I'm doing awesome. Debbie just kind of uh, worded with her lips or whispered to me. I don't know if you heard her, but Debbie said, we never go to that one. <laughs> well, because we're, every time it goes on, we're, we have something going oh, on. There's not yeah. enough days in the oh, week. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> anyway, glad you could join us, Michelle, from Pets Alive Niagara. How are things with you? Good. Very good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so it's the, it's our pleasure. So it's that time of year when Pets Alive Niagara um, has their annual dinner auction fundraiser. Yep, yep. It's our sixth anniversary, so we're having our sixth anniversary dinner. It's a fundraiser dated April the 6th at 6 p.m. We're having a vintage carnival theme, which should be fun, and it's at Club Roma. Uh, the tickets are $50 each or 360 for a table of eight. Uh, you can get the tickets by emailing myself at petsalizemichelle at gmail.com. And that's Michelle with two L's. Or you can pick them up at Pendale Pet Value across from the Penn Center. They have tickets for us as well. And if you go um, with a group of friends, I imagine you can buy a table of eight to ten. Yeah, well, she just said that. Right? So that's good. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, that's good. It's a little cheaper that way, usually. It is. Save a that's few bucks. Great. Yeah, so that's awesome. And uh, Michelle, Club Roma, did you say Club Roma? I did. And for those that don't know, Club Roma is in what city? St. Catharines. St. Catharines. Yeah, on Vanceville Road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. a lot of people know that from the Niagara region, but we have a lot of listeners outside of the Niagara region. Very true. Very yeah. true. We're going to have a silent auction, which is going to be fantastic. We have a lot of uh, amazing items there. So that should be fun. We have buffet dinner with chicken parm, pasta, and salad. Uh, we also offer a vegan option, um, and we'll have music and candy floss and popcorn and a tarot card reader, a stilt walker, games with a cash prize of $500. Wow, you've really spiced it up this year. Yes, that's right. Sounds great. Yeah, it should be awesome. That's excellent. Now, for those that aren't familiar with Pets Alive Niagara, can you give us a bit of a synopsis about the organization, please? Sure. We uh, are a 100% volunteer and foster-based rescue, so we take care of the dogs and cats in our homes until they're adopted. And that's an average of three three weeks for a dog, um, three or four weeks. And we're always looking for fosters. So if you're interested, go to PetsAliveNiagara.ca, and you can apply there. If you're interested in one of our dogs, you can also go there and go to Adopt. And we have information there on this website as well. I know you have adopted uh, quite a few dogs to date. Do you have a number for us? Yes, we have had 350 dogs adopted. That's great. Awesome. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And I know you're going to uh, highlight a few of those dogs uh, for us on today's uh, broadcast. You've got I a f- am. We're going to take a short little break. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Michelle Murray from Pets Alive Niagara. She's going to talk about some dogs that are up for adoption. Uh, and then we've got a contest to do as well. Uh, I'm going to tell you about it right now. This will be your chance to win a $25 gift card to Tim Hortons. Who doesn't like coffee, tea, or donuts, or bagels, or something? I mean, there's always something at Tim Hortons that you like. That's right. That's right, Rex. A little uh, Timbit for Rex. You know, the plain Timbit. There's even children's meals. Yeah. So, um, anyway, it's a $25 Tim Horton gift card. Compliments of the very, very mighty fine people down at Dave McMahon's Dog Training Academy. And I'm going to leave you with this skill testing question right now. What body organ does a dog not have that a human does? What body organ does a dog not have that a human being does? Call now. 905-688-2582. Toll free at one 610 You're listening to Dog Talk. I'm Dave McMahon. Welcome back to Dog Talk. Let's go to Debbie. She's calling in from the Rose City of Welland. Good evening, Debbie. Welcome to Dog Talk. I'm Dave the Dogman. Well, hello there, Dave. How are you, Debbie? I'm doing fine. <laughs> okay, you want to win some free coffee. Compliments to Dave McMahon's Dog Academy. I and I, I'd like to repeat the question, just so the listeners can uh, can hear it again. Although you're going to be the one that takes the, uh, the first stab at it. What body organ does a dog not have that a human does? Go ahead, Debbie. 
I'm going to take a stab in the dark here because this is sticking in my mind for some reason. I want to say sweat glands. No, Debbie, but we do appreciate your try. Thank you. Sorry, Debbie, and thank you for calling. Enjoy the rest of your night. Uh, Deb and I want you to have a doggone great night. Thanks, Deb. That prize is up for grabs right up until 8 p.m. Your chance to win the $25 Tim Horton gift card. Compliments of Dave McMahon's Dog Academy. What body organ does a dog not have? A dog does not have this certain organ. Humans have it. But dogs don't. 905-688-2582. Oh, can I play? Yes, Patrick. Yeah. No, we're teasing. You can't play. You know better. Is it thumbs? <laughs> well, okay. some dogs do have do-claws. Do okay. We're going to con- continue our conversation with Michelle Murray from Pets Alive Niagara. Hi, Michelle. Hi. You can't participate either, Michelle. <laughs> Darn it. You have some dogs up for adoption that you want to share with us. That'd be awesome. Yes, I do. Uh, we have Lola. She's been with us since November. She comes from Mexico. She's very unique looking. If someone wants to look at her profile on uh, PetsAliveNiagara.ca under Adopt, you can see our dogs. And she's very unique. I know you're an ear man, Dave, so you're going to like her. I lo- Does she have big floppy ears? She, well, she has big, fairly big ears for okay. her size. Because yeah. they don't have to be yeah. floppy for me to like them, as you know, Michelle. I, li- <laughs> yes, I love the ears. That's right. That's nice. Right. nice. <laughs> Um, she needs she needs a home with no other pets or kids. So okay, yeah, good to know. Yeah, we have Kira. She is also from Mexico. She's a Chihuahua Terrier mix, very spunky. She had a hard time adjusting at the Humane Society, so we took her into foster care. Um, yeah, she's a little shy, but she's doing well. Yeah, she's coming around. Good, excellent. And, yeah. And who else, who else have, is up for adoption? We have Bruce. Bruce was returned to us after a year due to separation anxiety. So oh. we need, yeah, we need him to have a home where someone's home all the time. So that would be good. He's a treeing walker coonhound. Oh, wow. Very pretty dog. Yeah. He's seven years old, 75 pounds. So he, he'd be a good dog to have. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's very good with cats and kids. He is dog selective, though. Um, we also have Sahita. We call her Cece. She's another Mexican dog from there, from Evolution. Uh, she's the daughter of a previous dog we had named Mama. We brought her daughter up, so that, mm-hmm. that's good. She's very good with dogs, loves cats and children, loves to cuddle. Uh, she's very shy as well, but she's coming out of her shell. Um, then we have Wendy. Wendy is also Mexican. We had a big group from, from Mexico come up, so we still have some from there. Um, Wendy is a year old. She's higher energy. She gets along great with the foster's dog. Very happy, loving, intelligent, loves to learn new tricks. Um, and then we have Tucker. Tucker was also returned due to separation anxiety. That seems to be, a problem. Why don't these people seek professional training, professional advice? It's a good good question. Good question. <laughs> Separation yeah. anxiety in dogs is treatable. Yeah, it's it's treatable. Yeah. 
common and it's treatable. There are many things we can do to help dogs that have separation anxiety. Yeah, yeah, there is. He's doing well, though. He's doing well in his foster home. Um, He's very well behaved. He's a husky shepherd mix, very pretty looking dog. He loves being outside, good with other dogs, and he may actually do best with another dog friend in his home, so that would be good. Hmm. Yeah, and then we... Yeah, we have two more that just came up on Saturday. Uh, one is named Lovely. She's a six-year-old. I don't know what she is. She's a Collie Shepherd mix, I believe she is, around 70 pounds. She lives up to her name. She's very sweet, very docile, lower energy, great with other dogs. And uh, we are still learning about her, but she seems like a just a great dog overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we have little Eli. He's a Pomeranian mix. He's only five pounds. Uh-huh. Well, I know. He's a sweetheart, too. I got to meet him the other day. Um, and we're still learning about him as well, but he's a great cuddler. We know that much. Aw, <laughs> oh, that's Yeah. Okay. Michelle, can you give the uh, website again for the Pets Alive Niagara so that our listeners can take a trip to the website to see some of these pictures of these uh, adoptable dogs? Sure can. It's PetsAliveNiagara.ca, and you go to Adopt, and there will be our list of dogs that are available for adoption. Michelle, thanks for joining us tonight, and uh, keep up the great work with Pets Alive Niagara. Thanks. You guys have a good night. You too. Take care. Good luck with the fundraiser. Thanks. You're welcome. Have a good night. Very nice lady, Michelle Murray from Pets Alive Niagara. Go online, check it out, Pets Alive Niagara. We're going to go to the old telephone. We've got a caller with a name that I like, Dave. <laughs> Hi, Dave from Niagara on the Lake. That's what my monitor says. <laughs> hey, Dave, how are you? Good, Dave. Welcome to Dog Talk. Are you going to try and win the $25 gift card to Tim Hortons? Compliments yeah. of Dave McMahon's Dog Academy. Please let me repeat the question, and then you'll have the shot at it. What okay. body organ, I repeat, what body organ does a dog not have that a human does go ahead dave well i'm guessing appendix you got it you got it you got it dave come on keep it going keep it going for dave one more time i love it dave you have just won the 25 dollars gift card to tim hortons yeah I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, good for you, Dave. The appendix, that's it. A lot of people don't know that. Dogs do not have an appendix. Period. Congratulations, Dave. Thanks for uh, calling, and congratulations for winning once again, and uh, you got good taste in radio talk shows. Thanks, buddy. All right, Dave. Take care. Take care. Thanks. Bye. You can listen to the show every Monday night live to air 7.05 p.m. till 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Broadcasting worldwide at www.610cktb.com. Also, you could check us out on the iHeartRadio app. Many of the listeners are listening from their phone, which is kind of nice. Also, all of our shows are podcasted archived, and can be heard immediately after the live broadcast, or within five minutes of the broadcast. I'm putting pressure on Patrick yeah, now. Yeah, do that. <laughs> you can go to the 610 CKTB 
dogtalkradio.com website and check out past episodes of the Dog Talk Radio Show, which is nice because this means you can listen at your leisure. And we appreciate you telling your friends about the Dog Talk Radio Show. We are getting more and more listeners as we go. We appreciate that very much. I am very pleased to announce that I have some new dog obedience classes starting. I have a course that starts on Saturday, April the 6th. That's Saturday, April the 6th, 11.30 in the morning. I have another course starting on Tuesday, April the 16th at 8 p.m. And another program starting on Wednesday, April the 17th at 7 p.m. So you could get all my contact information. You could get my email, phone number, everything that you need by going directly to my website. The name of our company is Dave McMahon's Dog Training Academy in the city of Niagara Falls, Ontario, Canada. The website is davemcmahon.ca. I'll help you with the spelling of the last name. So it's Dave, M-C-M-A-H-O-N.ca. We have hundreds of fantastic reviews on Google. I am more than happy with our Google score. We have an excellent Google score. Check out the reviews from people that have taken our programs. Also, we have a lot of great reviews on Yelp.ca. We have a Facebook page called Dave McMahon's Dog Training Academy. Take a trip to our Dave McMahon's Dog Training Academy Facebook page. There you will find short video clips showcasing uh, examples of some of the training that your dog will learn when you train with us. And we have a lot of different information about a lot of different things pertaining to dogs, news stories, articles, good advice, and information on our Facebook page. We ask you to take a trip to our Facebook page, like our page, share it with your friends, and uh, because what can be more exciting than dogs? Learning about dogs, enjoying time with our dogs, it's really a good thing. Uh, our my next guest, I am I'm absolutely excited to introduce. His name is Evan Back, and uh, Evan is the head of fundraising and marketing and public relations from a group called YouthLink out of Toronto. Um, he will explain more about the association. Probably do a way way better job than I can. But uh, it is a uh, emergency homeless shelter for youth and their dogs. That's right. YouthLink is an emergency homeless shelter for youth and their their animal companions, which means dogs as well. Welcome to the program, Evan. Thank you, Dave. Thanks for having us. I want to let you know that I'm here also with the uh, the senior manager of the homeless shelter uh, slash kennel, and uh, her name is Steph LeBlanc. Hi, Steph. Welcome Hi, to Dave. Dog Talk. Deb and I are glad you could join us as well. Yes, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. So can you give us a little bit of a background on YouthLink, uh, Evan, before we kind of merge into the, uh, the, the animal sector of YouthLink? Sure. So YouthLink um, was formed in 1915 as Big Sisters of Metropolitan Toronto. Uh, it's an amazing story onto itself. Uh, at a time when uh, women were not allowed to vote or drive a car or sign a check uh, at a bank, um, a whole bunch of very, very uh, kind and uh, and caring uh, women got together in Toronto 
and formed Big Sisters of Metropolitan Toronto. And it was a mental health agency uh, for women who had some mental health issues uh, that were trapped in the criminal court um, uh, system. Uh, let's move ahead a hundred years, and they did incredible things, but since it's a short show, I'm, I'm going to move ahead and just give you the Coles Notes version. Their legacy uh, was uh, they were pioneers, so they had the first thrift store uh, of any charity in, in, in Toronto. They raised money from all different ways, bake sales, we were the first uh, kit. We were the kids' help phone. Um, uh, we were the first needle exchange. Uh, these w- these ladies were incredible, and everything that they did, all the money that they raised, they invested into real estate. And their legacy has helped us uh, build this shelter. Uh, we own and operate a few group homes um, and co-ops, and uh, we see about uh, sixty thousand face-to-face visits a year. Uh, we tutor and, um, and, and, and feed about 400 kids dinner a week. Wow, uh, that's we, excellent. Yeah, and the new homeless shelter um, basically is a facility that's 18,000 square feet. It's, it's divided into two sections. You have an emergency homeless uh, uh, corridor, uh, which has 10 beds. Uh, and basically they're in semi-private rooms. And then the rest of the facility is divided into the kennel, uh, a couple of kitchens, a center courtyard, and 41 private rooms for homeless kids who are in transition, who want to end the cycle of homelessness, and, and, and they're participating in our programming and our counseling. Wow, um, that's fantastic. Thank you, Deb. Um, so as far as the dogs are concerned, I know you, you guys are out in Niagara. We're in Toronto. Mm-hmm. If you walk downtown, if you walk up and down Young Street or you hit any of the major streets downtown Toronto uh, and here in Scarborough, it's the same story all over the place. You see uh, a, a youth, which is a youth is like anywhere from 15, let's say, to 24. Okay. Right. And they lay a sleeping bag out over a grate or somewhere on the street, and they have their dog with them with a little sign that says, you know, please help or hungry or whatever the story is. But these kids, uh, most of the time, you know, you know, because they've been abused or, or for whatever many, many different types of negative situations, right. they, you know, they, 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 uh, they might be victims of uh, human trafficking, they might be have drug addiction issues, but that dog that they're with is the only soul on this planet that they trust. That's their companion. Yes. And the kids will not come in, no matter how cold it is, or how hot it is, or how hungry they are, or how desperate they are, they will not leave that dog. They will not leave... No. So those kids are are generally they're they're stepped over they're missed, and uh, so we decided that we're going to you know kind of uh, try this where we opened up a, a dog kennel for the kids that are coming in off the street before they transition to to the larger part of of our facility. Uh, it's a six dog kennel. 
And, you know, what would happen is, you know, the youths would, would come in, um, and I'll let Steph talk more about the, the, the details, but the youths would come in, um, we would do an assessment, um, find out why they're on the street, are they ready to accept the help, because that, that's a big portion. And, and if they are, then what would happen is Steph's team would design a program, and they would move from the 10-bed uh, corridor uh, to the 41 private rooms, oh. and and then they can stay there for a couple of years if wow. need be, as long as they're participating in the program. And the whole point of it is, it's not a high volume thing like shelters. You know, lots of times they have like 40, uh, you know, bunk beds in there, 80 people in a room, and it's how many people can you can you take out of the cold for one night? It's a volume play. Right, right. stack them up. Yeah. Yeah, this is more of a quality. Uh, we're going to spend more time. Our numbers are going to be smaller. But if if we can break the cycle of, po- of uh, poverty and homelessness, uh, you know, for these youths, even if we're do- we, we are able to um, take 25 or 30 kids instead of hundreds and, and move them from the shelter into their own apartments and get them jobs and support Learn them. Learn to have a better life. Then that's exactly yeah. then that's our success. So generally, what will happen is if the kids come in on the emergency side, we don't know the dogs, right? And um, so the dogs would go into their own private private kennel. And uh, you know, I have to say we we got a very large donation from an organization called Dog Tales, and they helped us with. Uh, they sent their engineers and and their architects, and they helped us design the kettle, and they gave us a check to, to help us out. We're still a little bit short from where we need to be, but we have a really, really good start. And it's six private, um, basically, glassed-in kennels, and um, so the dogs would, would move in there, and if the kids want to leave and, and not stay another night, then they take their dog the next day. But if they do want to, you know, uh, break that cycle of homelessness, then we would get to know their dogs. And we have a roster of veterinarians and groomers. Uh, I reached out to the community, and we have a roster of about 20 um, so that we're not burning one vet out. Instead, we, we have about 20 so that we can we can phone that one vet every 20 days and ask them to come in. And they were all going to volunteer, and they're going to come in if any if any pets need grooming or shots or, or whatever it is. That's great. And yeah, you know, from all from all different vets from all you know from all over the city. And uh, once the kids move to the transition side, and we get and the, and the their, their dogs have seen the vet, uh, and we get to know them, then the vet can then the dogs can move into their bedroom in a cage. Wow! So the That's kids great. will be able to. Uh, to have their dogs stay with I was them. happy to hear that the dogs are vet checked. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. We have, this is really, it's, listen, we're not in the, <laughs> I'd like to tell people, we're not in the dog business, right? No. We're, we're a youth mental health agency, and, uh, you know, we're not dog experts. So we're just amazed that so many veterinarians and dog groomers have volunteered their time. We also have donations from uh, the VCA. Um, which is a large animal hospital chain across Canada. Uh, the Humane Society has made a very large donation. They're going to give us all the food we need for a year. <laughs> so if we have 30 dogs or 50 dogs, 
they're going to give us all the food. Uh, That's perfect. Those dogs. Fantastic. That definitely yeah, deserves a round of applause. Yeah, the Humane Society is also, like Evan said, we're not in the business of dogs. They've offered us. We just received a really great training for staff um, to be, you know, mindful of dog behavior, how to approach a dog. If a dog gets loose in the shelter, what can we do? Right. It's been really, really helpful. People have been really generous with their time and their money. Excellent. Now, let me ask you, do you discriminate against any breeds of dogs? No. No, we'll do. We've developed, um, we're working with other um, organizations on our pet policy as well as an assessment, but we won't discriminate against any breeds in particular. It's a doggy by doggy basis. We yes. don't discriminate against, we're going to treat the dogs. Just as good, maybe even better than the use. We, 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 <laughs> I got you. We, we, we're not discriminating against anybody. We don't judge. We don't care about the breed. Uh, we, this is really, we want to provide a, a really good environment that, that, uh, gives the youth every chance, every opportunity for them to get well and, 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 and become independent and get off the street. And, and that means uh, great counseling. We have great counselors and, and, and great programming. And, you know, we're going to also treat their loved one, which is their dog, um, fantastically. Let me ask you, uh, Evan and Steph, are there youth coming in with other animals other than dogs? Yeah, we suspect we might see a few cats, perhaps. <laughs> um, and so we're going to put in our policy as well to kind of be prepared for that. What we want to try to do is reduce the amount of barriers for these young people to access this service. So really to try to develop a policy that is inclusive of kind of where wherever they're coming from or whatever kind of pet that they're coming with. Excellent. And the youth are required to uh, feed, care for, uh, clean up after their dogs, correct? Yeah, we're going to work with them. Um, they're expected to take them out, feed them, care for them. We're going to have all these things on hand um, to be able to ensure that we can support them, perhaps in the beginning before um, they get on their feet. Um, but so there is the expectation from the youth who are staying there that they will um, provide the basic care for their pet, but we're also there to support them through that process. Some of the youth, when they first arrive, they may not be in a, a physical or, or emotional uh, position where they can actually immediately take care for their dogs. Right. Take care of their dogs. But that's why I've got the rooster of, of vets. I, the roster of vets. I also have the, a roster of some groomers and some dog walkers, and plus we have a staff at the shelter, um, and that's basically to to lend support for the youths until they're really well enough um, uh, to be able to, to look after their pooches on, on their own at the at the facility. You know, caring for the dogs is so therapeutic for these youth. Yes, I think oh, yeah. I think it's fantastic. There should be a shelter like this in every city. You know, it's funny that you say that, Deb, because we there's such a need. You know, we we have uh, 41, um, you know, uh, long-term beds and, and then 10 emergency beds. So you're talking about 51. Mm -hmm. uh, and there's about, they estimate there's about 1,000 homeless people in Scarborough alone. Oh, my goodness. It could be three, four, five times that in, in Toronto. You still have Mississauga, Hamilton, Niagara. 
Yes, yeah. you're right. We we probably, but this is a brand new model. Yes, right. This is a new model. It's it, you know, as I was saying, it's it's not the revolving door where you give you know a couple hundred people a place to sleep one night right. and a meal. It, it's it, it's to break that cycle, and we're going to see how it works. Nobody else is doing it like this, exactly like this, and, and we're hoping that, uh, you know, we have a lot of success. Um, you know, we're going to be running, um, you know, this shelter uh, with data. So, in other words, we're going to be accumulating a lot of data, not specific on, on necessarily on, on each, but also we're going to be watching what we're doing right, what's working, what isn't, so we can fine-tune it and tweak it yeah. and, and, and basically operate, operate our facility so that we uh, squeeze the maximum amount of, um, of uh, value out of whatever money that we're using for funding to run it. Mm -hmm. I am very, very, very impressed with uh, your organization, and you guys are absolutely awesome, awesome human beings. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you very much. Thank you very much. Thanks. Uh, we appreciate that. How can our listeners donate in any way, shape, or form? So we could use some volunteers. If any of your listeners are in the Warden and Eglinton area, mm -hmm. we might be... We might, you know, we, we could use some dog walkers and, and some groomers. Uh, we're always, as any charity or any nonprofit, the number one thing, you know, that we're always in need of is money. Um, and, and our website, if I can, uh, if I can tell, speak yes. to that over the air. Yes, please. Our website is youthlink.ca slash donate. Um, and even though, you know, uh, Pet Value and VCA uh, and Humane Society and Dog Tales and a lot of people have stepped up to the plate, we're still in need of things like pet supplies, like, um, you know, food bins and blankets and leashes and towels and beds, um, you know, that type of stuff. Evan. And shampoo, particularly. Pet oh. shampoo is quite expensive. Yep. And uh, we're going to need, need some of that. And I know from my own dog, you know, the heartworm medication, I'm not sure how that's going to work. I know the vets are going to do examinations, but I don't know if they're also going to provide us, uh, you know, let's say heartworm medication and stuff like that. So if, if, if your listeners want to help, uh, and they want to come to uh, youthlink.ca/donate. They can specifically say, "Hey, I want to, I want to donate five, ten, you know, fifteen hundred, fifteen dollars, whatever." And they can specify this is for the kennel, so they know that a hundred percent of the money that they're donating is going towards the dog kennel. Evan and Steph, we're out of time. I want to thank you for joining us on the Dog Talk Show. Keep up the amazing work you're doing with the homeless youth and the fact that you allow them to bring their companion animals into your emergency shelter is fantastic. You guys are awesome. Thanks for joining Deb and I. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us. Our pleasure. We look forward to having you back on the Dog Talk Show. Thanks, Evan and Steph. Bye-bye. Awesome people, awesome organization. Check it out, Youth Link. Go online, check it out. See you later. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. This segment brought to you by Invisible Fence of Niagara.